Hello, and welcome back to Let the Wookiee Win, the unofficial Star Wars podcast. Yes, I've not messed it up yet. <laughs> as always, I am one of your hosts, Ian, and across from me, as always, also is... Hello, everybody. I'm Jay. How are you? Yeah, so we're here again for some more Star Wars fun and um, shenanigans. Yeah. And yeah, fun so and shenanigans. Who my doesn't love man. fun and shenanigans? I mean, it's kind of what I live my life for. It's fun and shenanigans. It's true. What's that place you like with all the things on the wall? Uh, I mean, and all those, <laughs> all those sw- or what do they call it? Not swag. What do they call it? Uh, um, uh, st- yes, style, crap but, on the wall. Yeah, but, shenanigans. No, but uh, where they have to wear the oh the buttons the, the, and stuff. Yeah, what do they call it's, it? not swag. No, no. But, you're talking about the restaurant that, yeah, yeah. that they're well, making ta- fun of in Super Troopers. No, no, no. The office or office space. Oh, um, wasn't that shenanigans? No, no, no. So I was referencing uh, Super Troopers. Yeah, yeah, no, I know yeah, that. Yeah. But wasn't Shenanigans also the restaurant uh, uh, that, uh, what's her name, uh, worked at? Uh, in the office? Office space. Oh, office space. It's been a long day. <laughs> Apparently. The office, the place where Jennifer Anderson worked. Yeah, oh, was God. Was that called it, um, Shenanigans? No, I think they used the real name. Flair? It's called Flair? Flair, yeah. Flair. But, okay. But that's I what, thought you were just, I thought Kelsey kept saying Flair, Flair, Flair. And I'm like, what do you mean, Rick, Kelsey? Rick Flair's here? What? <laughs> no, Flair was what, like the buttons and stuff on their vest. Okay. But the restaurant, I thought, was called, also just called Shenanigans. Okay. No, I know. Because what's the mean. real place called that they're making fun of? That actually was a place. Isn't it Bennigan's? Bennigan's. There you go. Yeah, it was Bennigan's. (laughs) Anywho, we're going to start the show. We go on ramps. Now that we've (laughs) figured that one out, we're going to start with our cast and crew member of the week as always. And this week we're going with, we're moving. So last week we had an actor. Before that we had a voice actor. Now we're doing a screenwriter. And that would be Lawrence Kasdan. One of the biggest screenwriters in the Star Wars And not just Star Wars, but he has had a huge hand in some really big movies in Hollywood. But Mm -hmm. yes, mainly he he co-wrote. Empire Strikes Back, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Return of the Jedi. Also, too, if I'm not mistaken, he and his son have been involved in the more recent ones. Yeah, they they wrote, uh, um, uh, what was it? I wrote it down. They actually wrote Solo together. Yes, that's what it was. They they wrote Solo together, together, and then his son, Jonathan, directed it. Yeah. yeah, No, he didn't. Ron Howard did Solo. And he he, took over from, what's his name? From the brothers, the guys who did... um, Spider Verse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So uh, the way it was worded in the Wikipedia was wrong, but yeah, um, yeah. Jonathan and uh, Lawrence Kasdan were the ones that co-wrote together. But yeah, but he's done a ton of other stuff. Dude. I didn't even oh, realize. Oh yeah, too. The, well the, he's the, directed the Big Chill, which he, he directed, right? Ac- Accidental Tourist. I know he wrote it. And, uh, did he direct? Yeah, he wrote and directed. directed. Yeah, he wrote he and directed. Uh, he directed Wyatt Earp. Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't even see that on there. But if ac- I'm not mistaken, Accidental Tourist. Yeah, I mean he's done a lot of things. Yeah. His Wikipedia page is ginormous. Yeah, it really is, actually. Uh, Things that I didn't... I I learned a lot of stuff from him, though. Uh Uh, He actually wrote The Bodyguard. Yes. But he wrote it in 1975, which is crazy. Well, think about how many scripts are... It's the blacklist. Right. They're just sitting there ready. Or or think about how many films are bought Mm -hmm. and then in development. Like, you can literally make a career as a screenwriter and never have a single movie made. Yeah, exactly. So he tried to get this sold. I love option agreements. Yeah, he he tried to get it sold, and it was rejected 67 times before Warner Brothers finally optioned it in 77, but then they didn't do anything with it. Yeah. Until, uh, so he directed... uh, Kevin Costner in Silverado, and Kevin Costner happened to read the script, and he liked it so much he asked he asked them to do it. And so, it, from the script that he wrote in '75, was finally made in '91. Hey, man, it happens. Yeah, it's crazy. It happens. You come up with stuff, and it just takes a while to percolate. I can speak from experience. Mm-hmm. You know, it's but it happens. A couple of cool things about him: I didn't realize he was a U of M grad. I didn't either. I didn't know he went to. He was Go Blue, and 
One of his Honestly, first jobs, he worked at Donor Advertising. Yeah, Rich is like down the street. <laughs> he right from down us, the street. I play hockey I, with the guys, a bunch I of guys think from Donor. My favorite part about about like doing this cast and crew member of the week is what we're able to learn yeah. from the of the people who are so integral to right. Star Wars, which we love, obviously, because yep. we do a Star Wars show. But like to learn more about the people who are involved in what we love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really and cool. find out how much other things that they've been involved in yeah. what we love. So yeah, his first job was uh, working as like a kind of working for donor, and he got a. Uh, he got his first award doing some commercial for them uh, way back in the day. Mm-hmm. But it's so funny because, yeah, I play hockey with a bunch of guys from Donor. Really? And Donor is one of the major sponsors of my hockey game oh. that I'm playing with uh, funny. with uh, McCarty. But, Didn't even mean to do that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he had a very distinct um, – he basically – is the one he basically developed Indiana Jones mm-hmm. because George Lucas wanted Indy to be more of like a James Bond kind mm-hmm. of smooth. Yeah. And Lawrence Kasdan was like, no, he needs to be like – yeah, like a man's and, and you, man. And you know who did the original concept art for for Indy? Indy? Uh, Jim Steranko. Really? I lo- he's like my favorite comic book artist huh. of all time. I never knew that. He did um, he did the Doctor Strange run in the set. I believe it was the seventies, and he did Cap and um, Nick Fury, Agent of mm-hmm. Shield, like the really trippy op art stuff. That's what Steranko is known for. So when I found out, I found this out because he was at a con, and I was like, I need to like I, I'm very rarely am I like I need to meet right. this person. Um, but he is hands down my favorite comic book artist. So I met him, and he had this Indiana Jones thing on the table. I'm like, "What's what with this?" And he's like, "Oh, I did the original art." And I was like, "Oh, that's crazy! So cool! Yeah, so cool! Yeah, it's pretty interesting because he was very he he loved the old school like uh, men's actor, you know, men's characters like uh-huh. like Errol Flynn and Burke. Yeah, Lancaster, your your old school like heroes. man's man, you know, like the I mean, which is to, to this day, you know. You know, smoke a cigarette, take a shot, yeah, kind of exactly. look the girl like, in the eye and smack, sweep her smack off her, the girl feet, on her butt as she walks yeah. by, <laughs> which nowadays is uh, mm. you know looked down upon. Yeah, but no, he- we're actually we're taking. We're, so I'm I just finished writing the last episode. We're doing a thing called the Escapades of Action Jones, and it's a mix of James Bond and Gumshoe. But in the intro, it specifically says, "Ladies, man, on any night, but acceptable for the 20th century." <laughs> yeah. Like we're, nice. we're very yeah, yeah no, so absolutely. But he, I mean, he was very instrumental in and in basically molding what Indiana Jones' character was going to be like. Yeah, not only that but he he was smart enough he was consult you know he they hired him on to consult for the force awakens and he was basically between him and harrison ford they were the ones that pushed for han being killed uh-huh. and george lucas didn't want to do it but kasdan he kind of re- and this is when you think about it he realized the main male character uh-huh. it's not really luke no it's han solo uh-huh. he's the one that has the you know the uh, all the great best lines he has you know he's the best humor he has yeah. and he's the guy that people you know guys wanted to you know when growing up playing you would either be you know Luke or Han I always wanted to be Han because he was just the cooler oh, I was character the Luke guy. really I was yeah the Luke he was guy. just always a cool character and uh, so he you know and they pushed for it and they got to which. Actually, I take that back. I was always like a whatever Power Ranger Tommy was guy, <laughs> whichever color he was. Yeah, at I was. That time. I was green for really for three years in a row. I was like Green Ranger, then White Ranger, <laughs> and then I think he was the Red Zio Ranger. I was like every one. I was, he, yeah. I got to meet him a couple years ago. I was gonna say so. So it's basically not Power Rangers. It's just him that you're. Tommy, yeah, care. no, I love Power Rangers too. I, I don't still watch it, but like I do love that. I grew up on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. No, my uncle. Actually, it's funny. My uncle who introduced me to Star Wars. He's the reason. I love Star Star Wars and the Beatles. So, 
So fill me in, because I, I, I don't really remember. Tommy is the one that had the long hair. Yes. Right? So he turned evil, he was a Green Ranger, and then he became okay, good. Okay, and then isn't he the, also the one that was accused of pulling a sword on somebody at one point? Yeah, he's an actual martial artist. Yeah, but, yeah. okay, that's fine, being a martial artist, but he, can he pulled pull a swords. sword yeah. on somebody and got well, arrested so, for it, correct? Yeah, <laughs> okay. yes. Um, no, I don't know if he got arrested for it. Uh, maybe I don't know if it was him then. What was his? I can't remember. Jason David Frank. Jason David Frank. Was that right. him? I don't know. But my point is, is that my uncle, when I was younger, worked at, at Saban. Okay. So he would send me like all this Power Ranger stuff. Oh, it was yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And he had all the old, but so back to Star Wars is he had all of the old toys. They were mm. always in a box in his old room at my grandma's house and I could never play with them because they were like, <laughs> yeah, you know, he had the original ones with like the sabers sliding out of their hands. Oh, really? oh yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. No, when I was four, he used to, he lived in LA, he came home and he go, he, she was watching me and he showed me Star Wars and Yellow Submarine and he said, these movies will change our life <laughs> legitimately it's one of my earliest memories and clearly something stuck yeah because here I mean, we are 29 we're not, years later we're not doing 25 Beatles, years we're not later doing the Beatles podcast not yet we're, <laughs> we're launching a music channel oh boy. Um, here we go but um but yeah so Lawrence Kasdan Star Wars would not be Star Wars without Kasdan yeah absolutely um without question and apparently Indiana Jones wouldn't be Indiana Jones without him yeah, either so Lawrence exactly. Kasdan thank you as a Star Wars fan cheers to you yes absolutely so on to a news hope um, we talked about this when they first announced it a while ago, but they're finally starting to take reservations and they've put out a video yeah. of exactly what we're going to be seeing. Yeah, this is this thing Holy is crazy. shenanigans. This thing is crazy. So I'm so excited. It's going to be, it's supposed to, it's, it's set up like you're doing a, a star cruise. Yeah. You're going on a ship, but it's actually just a hotel. Yes. And, but it's so immersive that the, they have, so at, at Disney World, you have a, a terminal that you go to, to, and, um. They put each individual family in these quote unquote launch, launch pads. pads. Yeah. Launch pads. And then they fly them off to, and the windows all look like you're in space. Yeah. I'm sure they. I bet you it, had shakes. Yeah, exactly. You know, you've been to a Disney where you, you, you're going to a room like the Haunted, Haunted Mansion. You go into the one mm-hmm. room and it's supposed to be going down. You see the, the yeah. going up. You're not moving it's at all. It's all magic. But, yeah, exactly. So, all magic. But it's going to take you to this, ho- and then you go into this hotel for two days and two nights, and you're not, not actually supposed to leave. The hotel, everything is immersive right yeah. there. Well, no, if you leave the hotel, you die in space, Jay. Wow, that's true. But if you're LARPing, the- <laughs> you need to commit because they're calling it a LARP hotel. Yeah, which is so interesting. I'm curious. Does that mean that just the employees are LARPing or like do you kind of have to get into it too? Well, from what the video said, uh, so they have different things that you can do like the, you could do lightsaber training where you're, you know. But is it only for kids? Because the current lightsaber trainer is 13 and under and I was not happy about that. You obviously didn't watch the video because the woman says – Straight up, she goes. Adults have and we children. not learned <laughs> that I don't watch what I put on the rundown, Jay? She says straight up. She goes, not only children but adults also can do this lightsaber training. Good. No, so, I, I, I'm kidding. I watched the video. I asked that for the purposes of conversation. <laughs> Lies. So what? <laughs> you can't prove thing, it. Another thing that you could do is, and actually the video we're showing right now, you could do a tours of the bridge. Which is so cool. And so what they show you is they show you like the defense systems and things like that. Now I did actually watch it, which is with the sound off. <laughs> Okay, gotcha. So they're saying that uh, this is going to help you in your in your uh, stay there, like the knowledge that you get. And if you look at here, so, so do you have to use like, the force to like open doors? Well, no. It looks like what you'll be doing is when you're on the bridge, oh, and so it's probably cool. what they'll do is they'll do a tour of a certain amount of people, right? Mm-hmm. You'll be on the bridge while you're touring it. All of a sudden, they get attacked, mm-hmm. and then you have oh, to it's like an and battle stations and stuff like oh, that. You know God, what I mean? And so you'll actually awesome. be a part of that. That's what I take from the video. It didn't say for sure, but that's what it looks like. 
I'm so excited because honestly, if it's half as awesome as the rest of Galaxy's Edge, it's going to be right. one of the coolest things ever. Like literally, I cannot explain the glee of walking in and like seeing that first oh. bunch of stuff. Like literally, I, I walked in and I ran like ran over to the garbage can, <laughs> and I was like, "That's the number on the trash compactor." In the, and I was like running around over here. My sisters and my mom are just sitting watching me, and like the, one of them actually one of them has video of me like just I had the biggest grin on my face ever. Like I it just wouldn't, and then you turn yeah. the corner and there's the Falcon. Yeah, when I do that, I'm sure my wife's gonna be doing that. She's gonna be taking videos just of my reaction. like kid in a candy store. So they say that you know everything is immersive. You don't have to leave the hotel at all, and actually your windows in your room and everything will look like it's a window out into space and yeah. you'll see stuff and uh it's actually cool they showed these bunk beds um like for the kids because each room can uh, hold up to five people i think uh -huh. and, and they have like little bunk beds but they're like built into the walls they look really cool so i'm reading right here apparently it says it's not a new concept as a danish larp group i'm gonna try and pronounce this Roles spills fabrican. Yeah, no, I, I didn't even bother. Writing I don't know. That, writing that name down, I, I saw that. But, but apparently, they do a Harry Potter style thing also in the U.S. Yeah, um, which I kind of want to go see too. But I didn't hear it. I didn't realize it was in the U.S. Oh uh, yeah, it's literally, it says it right. And there's after, another yeah. LARP hotel that is more like a Ren Fair. Yes, but I mean, do. you can go to you know Renaissance fairs all. Right, but I mean, to do a hotel like the whole thing as like part of the event. Would I be, wonder if there's like electricity funny. and you actually have like <laughs> if it's like old school like medieval toilets and yeah, like privies and right. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're LARPing, it's, yeah, try to be true. as traditional, you know. So they say that if you do get too stir crazy in the building in the hotel, you can actually do an excursion to Galaxy's Edge. I think so, that's awesome. So it's cool. You'll take like another pod, and what's cool about this is the pod actually like opens up right in it. You're not going through Star, you know, the rest of Disney right. World to get to Galaxy's Edge. It goes it. Uh, enters right into the galaxy. I think that's so cool. So the whole experience is like you're on a different on, on a different planet. I'm so excited. Dude, I'm so excited. I need I, to I'm do this. I'm just trying to book as many TV shows and movies as I can just to make enough money just so I can go <laughs> and and spend Six days. Exorbitant <laughs> amounts of cash yeah, exactly. in Galaxy's Edge, exactly. yes, because you need exorbitant amounts Come of cash. Come on, Powerball. Like, legitimately, if I wanted, if I were to be able to buy everything I wanted when I went there, I would need at least 10 grand. Yeah. At least. Oof. Probably more. Yeah. Um, because there's some really cool stuff. Because yeah, Disney Disney is great at, pro at producing wonderful attractions, events, things like that, but they are not cheap. Yeah, <laughs> they, definitely they are not, but because they know they can charge it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so um, next thing up is so we've been talking about this last couple episodes is the is the quote unquote leaked Trevor Trev, Colin Trevero rise or duel, wow duel of yeah. the fate script. There you go. Wow. Um, and but, so it actually finally leaked. Yeah. So well, like what we've been talking about is just the rumors yeah, and everything that have well, come out. Well, first it was rumors, and then it was confirmed to be a leak, and right. then, the, then the concept art came out, and now the whole script the is out script, there, yeah. which I know what I am doing this weekend. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it actually answers, and it's interesting because we talked about this a tiny bit when it was just a, a partial leak. Hmm. Was the Knights of Ren had a bigger role? Yeah. And then we also find out that originally Kylo Ren is the one who killed. Her raised, raised parents, parents on be, yeah. on the behest of Snoke, we find out that that flash that she saw in the first movie of Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren was from the moment that right. they killed her parents. Which does you know it helps to close up that plot point because there is a, you know at, in the Force Awakens she had this flashback when she touched the saber, mm -hmm. seeing Kylo, seeing the Knights of Ren, but then it was never explained. Right, because I thought that was I thought that was 
from when they took down the Jedi Temple, but then right. you know, think about it, that doesn't make sense timeline-wise, right, especially right. when they see the flashbacks in the last Jedi. Because he wouldn't have had the Knights of Ren. He wasn't Kylo Ren Exactly. Yet. See, I kind of thought that we were going to find out the Knights of Ren were almost like the group he made from the people he took from the Temple. Right. That's what I kind of assumed, too. Yeah. But... Obviously, a lot of people were upset that the Knights of Ren were not a bigger part of the Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. If it would have been this movie, apparently they would have had a had big part. a lot part. more, yeah. And they would have had character names. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, on, it's interesting, it was on page 69, but, uh, uh, you know, a whole scene where Rey is fighting one uh, of the one of, Knights I forgot of Ren. The name of his, it. Name his name is Hataska. Hataxa Hataxa Ren. Hataxa Ren. Ren. Yeah. So she gets a, v- a view of his mask, and then that triggers the flashback again. And all of a sudden, you find boom, out what happened. Force lightning. Yep. She smokes him, and she, you know, free, they freak out. What what happened? She's like, I had, I've seen that mask before, and then it starts to ex- explain oh, that yeah. she is, was actually seeing the murder of her parents with Kylo Ren yeah. and the Knights of Ren, which is them. supposedly what Matt Smith would be playing. Right. Which I find interesting that they would cast someone. I mean, he's not huge. Not like I wouldn't say he's a list, but he's. You know, so that's who Hataxka Ren was gonna be, was gonna be. Matt no, Smith? no, um, oh. his uh, raised dad. Oh, raised. Okay, raised gotcha, dad. gotcha. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So they actually did film their death. Supposedly, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That's one thing that hasn't been confirmed. Right. Um, but it's uh, but it's. I mean, the one thing we've been talking about since freaking Matt since Smith. the first, tra- first trailer is like, where's, where's Matt, Matt Smith? Smith? Yes. <laughs> um, you know, but so um, this so I gotta say, and I've said this before, as much as I loathe the Last Jedi. I love Ryan Johnson. Mm-hmm. I think he's a phenomenal director. Everything he's done besides that, I love immensely. Um, so much so, like I said, when Knives Out was out, I went and saw that instead of a screening of Star Wars just recently, Rise right. of Skywalker. Um, but he gives he, we finally got his take on what the Rise of Skywalker was, and he actually really liked it. Yeah, he, he had nothing but good now, things to say I'm about it. I'm curious if that's him still playing like the game because he True. is still attached for that other trilogy. True, but a lot of times those sound scripted mm-hmm. this didn't really no sound he's scripted. like i had a blast and yeah, like, like, as a star wars fan i it was a special experience and honestly i agree with him just be like i said after we saw it i'm happy that i was happy mm. with it because it's the end of right. this thing that literally most fans have had their entire mm. lives well plus two you know the, uh last jedi had you know, he became friends with all these guys. Yeah. And some of the characters he introduced. Yeah. So these are people that were friends of his. That, you know, and so he, he said, being able to see my friends in a big big movie like that yeah. and having a good time, it was a, it was a great experience. Yeah. So. No, I mean, when you work with people for that long on a set, same day, in and out, mm-hmm. 12, 16, you know, 12, 14, 16-hour days, you get really yeah, friendly. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't you're know. You're really friendly or you learn to hate somebody really quick. <laughs> yeah. So true. But although I find that most people that, like, aren't liked on film sets – don't last long right. on those film sets and definitely don't show up on other film sets. Yeah, yeah. That and, you know, everybody kind of knows, you know, you and I have been on multiple sets. Everybody knows who the cool people are and who the people are that you just kind of leave alone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, it doesn't take long to, to figure that out. Nope. And if you're working on a Michael Bay movie, they'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, that was I, the, that I have was a, interesting. I have a funny Michael Bay story. Oh, me a, too. A stunt, stunt friend of mine. I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah, about we'll it. yeah we'll talk about this later because I have a really funny one too. Um, that it was about a friend as well. But um, but yeah, so I don't know. I I'm, I'm excited to see if Ryan Johnson is still doing what he's doing and what it will be. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we. I mean, we've got announcements that are, are suppose, scheduled. Well, I guess we didn't get the one in January. Yeah, exactly. So you know, we talked about it last week. How we have a new announcement coming up soon with the. So I hope that they're going to start answering some questions and start breaking this down as to 
Okay, because it's supposed to be the mm-hmm. uh, the, the one uh, project Luminous, but what else is going on? Well, that's going to be announced next month. Yeah. Um, but I think and, I want them to announce. I want them to like. Oh wait, wait, wait! Breakdown. Say what you wanted on air. That maybe it might happen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. we talked about that. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I want them to, to give us a timeline. Tell us what Ryan Johnson is doing. Even if it's vague, tell us. Okay, it's something to do with. Or at it. least you let know us know I mean? when we're gonna find yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, my money. If, without knowing anything, my money would be either on Comic Con or most likely D twenty three or Star yeah. Wars Celebration. I, I have a feeling before too long, Disney's not even gonna bother going to Comic Con. I think that's gonna start happening all over. D twenty three is gonna be you know, cause, and it's gonna be. It's going to be weird because Comic-Con is going to have less Marvel. Like It's going to be to the point where they take Marvel away, too, and mm-hmm. everything's at D23. Well, see, I think I think Disney's smart, and they're going to kind of do what they did this year, where it's they're going to contain certain things to Comic-Con right. and then certain things to D23. For now. Because with how quickly they move, like right. how quickly, because Disney doesn't plan farther than six months ahead right. because of the ever-shifting nature of the industry. So with Star Wars specifically, I could see them doing two yeah. announcements a year. Yeah, well, I mean, the 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 reason why I think this February's announcement is going to be more of that is because we were supposed to have an. I mean, we've been talking since October. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to have a big announcement in January, yep. and it keeps getting pushed back. And now we're going to find out about this project Luminous. I I hope that they will just come out with a whole timeline, like yeah. like Marvel like, does. Like Marvel does. Like Marvel does. It say, yeah. okay, this is the phase. This is phase four. This is what you're to expect. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Although uh, now, so Sony, interesting. Sony was like, we have another Marvel movie coming out in 2021. So now everyone's like, well, they normally don't say it's a Marvel film. They right. just, so people are like, oh, blah, 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 like with the whole tie-in thing. If you want to hear my thoughts on that, watch Kingdom Weekly. Absolutely. We're going to contain that over there. But this next thing I'm super excited about because this character was very much a giant mystery mm-hmm. when he was brought up in the prequel trilogies. Suppose, you know, we, we hear that, oh, Master Sifo Dios is yeah. the one who, you know, commissioned the clone army. Mm-hmm. Who the hell is that? And, that's and the thing. all of us wondered that for a very <laughs> long time. Because we never got any explanation in the movies. No, nope. a lot Master of people Sifo thought that Dias. maybe Sifo Dias was actually Count Dooku. Mm-hmm. But we find out that they were actually just friends. Yep. So it turns out there's a new audio book. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it, uh, well, we learned a little bit about him in the Clone Wars. Yes, a tiny, 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 tiny bit. bit. That, that he was the order, you know, he did create the uh, the clones because he had a vision of a great conflict. Right. So, but in this, uh, um, but he did it secret because of Jedis. He tried to bring it yeah. up to the Jedis and they, they didn't want it to, to listen to him. Yeah, so and his they, master was the one who asked him to gain that power yeah. essentially so this audiobook do you have it what, what was the audiobook called uh, Dooku lost Je- lost Jedi okay. Jedi lost Dooku Jedi lost D- Dooku Jedi lost mm-hmm. so yeah apparently they were close friends Dooku and Saifu DS he was trained by uh, a Jedi master Lene Castana possibly I don't uh, know. yeah Lene Lene Castana that's how George, I'm gonna pronounce George it George Costanza there you go Jedi, by Jedi George, master Jedi George, George Costanza, Costanza. <laughs> So apparently, so as when training, um, she, this lean, I don't know if it's a male or a female, uh, but also had thoughts of things in the future that the Jedi didn't necessarily want to mess with. Right. So she, so this person actually uh, instructed Sifo-Dyas to, to start training in the cosmic force. Right. Which that cosmic force is what they're saying is the more um, being able to see what, what's the happening future in the future and all that stuff. And, that, and yeah. so that's what actually led him to have these visions of this big conflict and therefore to create this clone army. Oh, yeah. No, I, I love I love that whole mm. I love when we find out more stuff about yeah. things from the movies. And this only I mean, they could this could lead up to more stuff, too. I mean, they could go into more detail about it because I don't know how, just how much detail this book goes into, but I mean, it, 
We've got so much opportunity now. <laughs> I, mean, I know. Whatever right? they're throwing everything in the wall. Whatever sticks, yeah. they're going to keep doing. So if this sticks, they're going to. They're well, yeah. we might get a whole uh, you know Sifadius backstory, a complete story. You know who yeah. knows. But. So um, this next thing, I'm really happy I saw this when I went there. Is they're ending the Star Wars: The Galaxy Far Far Away show? Yeah, it's nothing that awesome no but it's but it's it's a cool thing to watch like i caught i caught it when i and it was actually pretty nifty yeah for the last few years there's been tons of videos online of people that have gone and seen it they, they had a stage in front of their chinese theater that uh, at the hollywood studios and they would uh, have this show run a few times a day um it would have darth vader or to have stormtroopers Boba yeah Fett. now they've incorporated the new characters yeah, into it Ray's they, in it they would come in bb8s in it they would come out and there's there's times where they would do dance routines they yeah. would do things but a lot of one of the Big popular things, um, they would have Jedi's little kids come up as Jedi's with mm-hmm. lightsabers, and they would do training with them and stuff. I think like that's that. a different thing. It was at the same stage. Same stage. I think that's a different. I think that's actually Jedi but, training. That but was I the think, Jedi training I was complaining. What I'm about. saying is, I think that's going to go away as well. From what it le- looks like, the, hey, as here, long as they let me well. train as a Jedi, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> right. Like, what? I'll pretend to be 13. I, right. I wouldn't pull it off, but I'll try. <laughs> Just shave. You'll pull it off. You know, I, I get carded all the time still. Um, if I sh- that's the only reason why I have this beard. If I don't, I look like I'm 12. No, honestly, no one can ever tell. Whenever I was working on sets, people would be like, wait, you're only how old? Or like they'd be like, wait, you're that young? Like, you're the I never, kid? I never get the, like, like, I'm either, people either think I'm older or I'm younger yeah. based on looks or I don't know. But, um, so yeah, it's going away. Yep, yeah, so that's going away. And now on to that's no room. Damn it! Every time. Good. You were doing so Literally good. every time I mess this up. That's no moon. That's a rumor. What? Okay, next time you're saying it. All right, I'm just yeah. going to point at you just and you'll me. know what to say. I'll say it. That's no moon. That's a rumor. How do I mess it up every no, time right? when I get the opening right every you're time? Because that's talk too way fast. more difficult. You're trying to talk too fast. The trying, it just happens. <laughs> I don't try to talk that fast. It just comes out like that because it's trying to catch up with the thoughts. And I can't talk twice at one time or that's like true. seven voices at one time. So that would be interesting. Not that I hear voices in my head. Yeah, I'm saying say, the thoughts I, in my head can't come that. out at the same time. So we've got no, no. seven Rick, voices Rick and, in your Rick head. and I don't okay. talk anymore. So seven voices in your head. All right. So uh, an ET article <laughs> There, there came used out. to be eight, but we don't talk anymore, but we don't talk about that. Um, so, yeah, this uh, this rumor is that apparently, and I don't I think it's really a rumor, apparently Diego Luna tweeted this, that they're getting ready to start working on Rogue One prequel series. Well, he was actually, he was being interviewed in uh, ET uh, Entertainment tonight. He was uh, doing promotion for the next season of Narcos. Okay. And um, so... You know, they were just asking him what he's doing and stuff like that. And he said he's getting ready. He said this year they're going to be starting it up. So he said he's seen the script, but he still doesn't know very much. But Lies. <laughs> but, I, you know, the thing that I didn't even think of about this show is, of course, he's going to be reunited with K2SO. Yes. And I didn't even think about that in my head, you know, because it's a prequel. I'm like, of course he's going to be – Alan Tudyk as K2SO oh. was well. He's awesome. great in everything. Well, that's true. I love. I was watching this like behind the scenes thing of him recording voice, and he did this like ridiculously like childish, stupid line, and then he looks at the camera and goes, "I went to Juilliard." <laughs> <laughs> like, no, he's a genius, man. Uh, he does such a great voice acting and uh, and live action. Yeah, Steve and live the, action. Steve the Pirate. Steve the Pirate. Yeah. Steve the Pirate. He he's he's a great actor, and uh, so I'm excited. If nothing else, for more K2SO. That's yeah. gonna be great. Well, and actually, K2SO is the main thing that the new Star Wars VR experience revolves around when K2SO oh, really? was um, Imperial. Oh, nice. Yeah, which That's I think cool. is really cool. Um, I was shocked when they killed him in Rogue One. I was like, yeah. if anything, the robot's living because you yeah. can just keep whatever. I was. Th- he was the one that I was most 
mostly bummed about <laughs> that diet. Yeah. I mean, everybody else is like, oh, yeah, it sucked. But uh, right. K2SO, I'm like, man, that was such a great character. I loved, I liked that movie a lot. The only thing, like I said, is is the, the Star Wars is always so black and white, and mm. that movie is so gray. But that's reality, but we're not watching for reality. Right. But I did enjoy Rogue One. I really but did. That's, but again, and we've said it before, but that's why I liked it, because it was more adult. Yeah. It was an adult. It was definitely Star more Wars. adult. It was an st- adult Star Wars movie, and it was dark, and mm-hmm. and it showed MFers getting smoked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we have officially reached the Wookiee Look at That of the Week. Before- Wookiee Look at That! Can you record that so we can play that every time? Um, so... Um, before I talk about the actual item I put on the rundown, I want to bring this shirt up because I saw this and I was like, I must own this shirt. And that is pretty sweet. It's pew, pew, pew. pew yeah, no, pew. love it. Freaking <laughs> love it. Um, but so, yeah, the Wookiee look at that of the week is the retro Star, retro Star Wars Mandalorian troop transport ship. So, yeah, and this is great because I, I – Noticed it the first, you know, as soon as it came on screen on the Mandalorian, I was like, "Holy crap!" I remember that, and it's funny because a buddy of mine, who Matt Bush, he's a big Star Wars artist. He one of his first posts after Mandalorian, he's like, "Man, that ship is awesome! I love that ship." Mm-hmm. So it was it's a ship from the original uh, toy, from, from toy run. It had a toy run, but it never even <laughs> was on screen. Yeah, which is the funniest no, thing, and that's why when it popped up, everyone was like, "Oh, this is so cool!" So it's cool because it's it kind of doubles. It's a ship, but it also doubles as kind of like a place to hold your your figures. Yeah, and, and you so can put it, your weed in. There. Yeah, well, <laughs> you could do that too. But yeah, no, it's sweet. And that's it's, a quote from the movie for anyone who doesn't know that. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's such a it's such a cool like classic looking like. 70s Star Wars vehicle, mm-hmm. and oh, I love yeah. the fact that they use that same one. Yeah, you know, and instead oh, yeah. of creating something new, they're like, oh, we got yeah, let's just use stuff. that. Let's use that. It's Old awesome. school. Yeah, and it looks great. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, well, I probably won't pre-order one, but I might get one when it comes out. Yeah, I have I to mean, pick and pre- choose. You There's so many everything, things. So. Not everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm always curious at your house when you come home and you see your mail. It's got to be like a just a. You don't. It's a surprise because you order so much stuff. You never yeah. know what's in. Like my own secret Santa. <laughs> I like it. Um, but yeah, so I. Wow, that's that's the episode for that's today, it. Jay. Um, as always, thanks for you know joining in. Do you anything you want to push before we get out of here? Uh, no, I just said if you notice the shows are a little bit shorter. We're uh, we're gonna we're gonna be bringing you some exterior content as yeah, well, we're, and we're gonna have shorter episodes, but then we're gonna have a lot of uh, um, extra content that we're gonna be filming and stuff like yeah. that, to, just to keep things a little bit different. But uh, yeah, yeah, check me out at J Adam Stunts on social media. You and me at Semi Might Hatter, and we are at Wookie Podcast. Say hi to us, and may the force be with you. Peace.